This is our intro. You've heard that opposites attract, Gretchen? Yes. Fitchard. I mean, Richard. That's a teaser for today's episode. Cue the music. Hi, everyone. I'm Gretchen. And I'm Richard. Welcome to Streamiversity, a nine-minute podcast rooted in appreciation for the podcast Streamiverse. We are all in for studying Streamiverse's platform, whether they be a Quibi fan podcast or Spike podcast, or somewhere in between. Here's what's happening at Streamiversity today. Two steps forward, two steps back. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> um, I don't know what you were doing on January 21st, 2014, but do you know what some people were doing? Well, do you know what you were doing? <laughs> I wish I did. Uh, I mean, I was probably wearing a sweater. Yeah, because it's cold. Let's go with that. I was definitely wearing a yeah. sweater and definitely wearing a shirt under my sweater. Because who wears just a sweater with no shirt under their sweater? No, you've got to have both just in case. You And we always layer. In Washington State, we layer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... You know, some people were tuning into the Sci-Fi Channel Network with their debut of a reality show called Opposite Worlds. I have talked to you about it on the episode a couple days ago, three days ago, who knows how many days ago, um, because there's the weekend, so that adds two days to whatever days I'm talking about. But, Gretchen, I had to go into a deeper dive because this reality show was just too much. Mm-hmm. So the description on IMDb is it's not uncommon for a reality show's premise to include strangers living in a house together. Opposite worlds follow suit, but has a twist that the house is divided into two distinctly different environments. 14 contestants are split into two teams. One team lives in the past and the other in the future. The two worlds are divided by a glass wall, allowing each team to watch in envy and dread each other's moves. Each week, the contestants compete in a series of challenges, and their fates are determined in part by viewers who weigh in via social media. Hashtag tweet at Opposite Worlds. They were really getting into the Twitter uh, fan base at that point. Now... I will tell you something. Would you believe that on night one (laughs) that perhaps someone fell off a platform? They were doing like the, the, what was that show called? The American Warrior show, but not Ninja Warrior, but the one where they just were. Oh yeah. American Gladiators. That's the one. Mm -hmm. They did an uh, American Gladiators style um like competition. The baton, a baton with like uh, pads. Like something on each end. Yeah. Yeah. And they they put padding on the ground 10 feet below. However, they didn't anticipate that someone would push someone else off and they'd both go falling down. So the person that got pushed did not land on the padding and he broke his leg night <gasps> one. And then he's just out of the competition. Yeah, they sadly 
had to eliminate him because he could no longer compete. And he came back a few episodes later on crutches. They're like, oh my gosh, we miss you so much. We're so sorry this happened to you. And he's like, yeah, it sucks. And what else could he say? (laughs) Right. Oh, man. Uh, Yeah. So... That that sucks that they didn't uh, prepare for that. And then, yeah, because you were talking earlier about the mishaps that happened on this show about they didn't really think the whole concept through. Yeah. they Yeah. Like it was so cold. They decided to do it in new Orleans cause I thought it would be warmer, but it had been unseasonably cold. So they're shivering, they're freezing. And the women that were cave people had like more scantily clad fur outfits. And so that wasn't mm-hmm. helping them. <laughs> and it was crazy. Um, not only did Charles break his leg in that first episode, but Lauren broke her finger and sprained her wrist. And Lauren was able to return to the game, but Charles, as we said, had to remain outside of the game. Um, the future team, Kronos, won the competition, and they kept winning competitions. So the people that are in the future kept winning against the past. And it was just stacked so unfairly that I feel like they just didn't they didn't think it all through or they didn't test the competitions like for instance how do you not test that someone could fall and break their leg well and by 2014 as well like um reality shows had been around long enough that you would think there would be consultants or maybe even some sort of business that all they do is help plan and do safety checks for reality show competitions it's like you were saying american gladiators that's been around since the 90s you know like even uh different shows on nickelodeon in the 90s for children involved right. some sort of you know physical stunts of climbing and jumping so that yeah, again, with the concept and then the safety issues. And then, yeah. yeah, of course, it's like the more you lose, then it becomes harder and harder because you're living in this environment where it's really cold. Um, you sent me a link to a video where they talked about how it was so damp that the firewood was just useless. They couldn't ever get a fire going on the the old timey side. <laughs> right. And I feel like they didn't anticipate all the problems that were going to come, but part of it was their own fault for not planning efficiently enough. Also, part of it was coincidental, unfortunately. And I just think it was a cursed reality show. Yeah, like that YouTube video says, I liked her. um, This is just a YouTuber who usually um, reviews Disney movies and Star Wars movies and different things like that. But she's like, Also, I'm going to do a video of the worst reality show ever. And I think it's this one. And I agree because the the situation was the guy that ended up winning. It's like cool that he won, but he was the biggest, brawniest firefighter of a guy. And it's like, well, of course he was going to win. Like the one mental challenge you have in the show, they the audience voted on their favorite player and he one so he was exempt from having to do the mental challenge so he just wins all the physical challenges and then wins the game which i guess is fair because he played the hardest but there's so many 
unfairness stacked on the other contestants. And she kept commenting in the video how, I guess they had an ironclad contract because none of them quit the show. Uh, Maybe the guy took a dive. Maybe that guy from night one was like, "Uh, funk that. I got a... I got to break a fever to get out of here. Yeah. Well, did anybody from Opposite Worlds go on to any sort of minor fame? Maybe they had a walk-on role in a Rob Schneider movie? That's a good question. I do have the contestants pulled up. Maybe the the host went on to, uh, (laughs) I don't know, be... Gelman's assistant. <laughs> it looks like really, there, really, there's nothing notable about the contestants. It seems like that was their 15 minutes of fame. And unfortunately, even the host, he, his name, let's see if I have a second to look it up. Luke Tipple. He had been on television series for networks like the CW and Discovery Channel. So, oh yeah, he called himself a scientist. That was another thing. He's like, I'm a scientist and I'm the host of this show. But really, it seems like he's more of a television host that was posing as a scientist. He might have a degree in science, like a Bachelor of Science, but... He's like, I listen to that Coldplay song, The Scientist. I know it's... Right. So all you scientists out there here at the Streamiversity, you you too can host a reality TV show for one season. And that's all I have to yeah. say about that. See everybody. Oh no, there's the bell. Streamiversity is over for today. But we're going to be back here every weekday as long as Streamiverse is putting out episodes. Rate, subscribe, and share with your favorite Streamiversity scholars.